Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. When I tell you I prayed for this connection, God over-delivered when I was introduced to this Arizona angel. Even if you're not religious, I know you can relate to the power of friendship and appreciation for new opportunities. Before I took the leap of faith moving out to Arizona, I pictured meeting friends like Angela. I dreamed of signing up for line dancing classes, craved connection with more entrepreneurs, and wanted to make friends with high value women with big goals. While I was still bouncing back and forth from California to Arizona, I replied to a Facebook post and within hours was on a call with Angela Gordon to help photograph a content and branding shoot for her real estate business. I literally hit the East Valley jackpot when we met. Angela has a powerful feminine and professional presence and is well connected with our neighbors and local businesses. In this episode, we'll be chatting about building confidence and consistency with your social media, the ripple effect of hosting events for your clients and your community, helping freelancers and entrepreneurs crack into real estate, as well as pushing our limits with cold plunges and more. Please welcome Angela Gordon, my friend, one of our best local realtors, the country line dancing queen, and one of my daily inspirations. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. All right. All right. Welcome to the party, Angela. I'm so, so thankful you could be here today. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be here and so happy to talk about how we met and all of the things that have happened since then. So thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I wish I just want to dive right into these questions. I know your time is so precious and valuable. You are literally a hustler working so hard and having so much fun. I love following along with your adventures. 
I would love to know, Angela, as a high achieving realtor, you literally are your own brand. You are in charge of your marketing. You are in charge of your brand awareness and getting out into our local communities. And right now your social media is on fire. So I would love to know what is your strategy and how do you find this confidence to show up consistently online? Oh my gosh, such a good question. So I would say my strategy is to just be authentic online. I don't have a business and a personal page. It's all one big page for me because I truly feel like genuine connection is built on authenticity. And so if I'm leaving my personal out, then those that are following me have no idea who I am. I think the biggest compliment I can ever receive is when I meet someone out in the real world who follows me on social media Um, And they feel like they know me. And it's kind of a weird feeling because I, of course, like don't really know them as well as they know me. But it's a huge compliment to me to know that I am putting myself out there authentically. And so that's my, my biggest thing is I share my passions. I share what I love to do. I share parts of my business. I would say that my focus on my business is probably like 10 to 20% of what I'm posting online. Um, I actually taught a class last week about how you can build a business around your passions. And and I truly think that's the secret, right? Like we have become these entrepreneurs and to kind of have some flexibility, which I hate that word because we work so hard. But the idea is if you can incorporate your passions into your branding and into your marketing, then work never really feels like work. So that's kind of where my whole branding and marketing has taken off. That's so inspiring. And I almost feel like it feels a lot less pressure for someone that is starting their business and wanting to get their name out there. The, I mean, the biggest secret really is just being yourself and going and having fun and, and sharing about your life. I feel like you do such a great job at bringing us, whether we're friends or stalking like followers or um, just someone new to the neighborhood and you you're sharing so much more. And I just find that so inspiring. Yeah. And I would say too, I didn't really answer your question about how I do it without, I don't think you said afraid, but I mean, we're putting ourselves out there, right? So the, the idea is maybe people don't like us or they don't respond to us. And so I kind of look at it as like, I'm narrowing down my people so, so narrow so that the people that I do work are my people. They get me, they understand me. We like the same things. We do the same things. I also joke, like if anybody ever like sends me a message, like they have no idea that eventually I'm going to be inviting them to something, you know? And so, yeah, I would just say, if you look at it that way, like this world is a big world and not everybody is meant for us. And so by showing up authentically online, we're attracting our people. Yes. And I love to, and I just have to share, um, I'm just so grateful for you and how you have taken our content shoots. And I swear, Angela, I really think you post almost every single photo from, from each gallery. And that is a huge testament to you actually utilizing and taking advantage like of our shoots. It, it breaks my heart when I work with a client and I know their business is in a position where if they would just share more, they would be thriving. Right. And yeah. so sometimes, So sometimes these um, businesses or um, these brands that I work with, maybe if I'm lucky, I'll see them post a couple, like literally one or two from each of our shoots. And you are just popping off. It seems like you're posting every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. So Mm -hmm. what is your mission with that? And I would love to 
Sorry, I love to stack my questions, <laughs> um, but I would love to to share how your business has has truly bloomed and grown since you've been utilizing these photos and graphics and stuff. So content is such like a, a topic I feel like we could talk about for hours because I think that we are human and so we just kind of get wrapped up in the pressure of what to post and why not to post this or even just an idea of what to post. So what I do when I get your gallery that you email me is I automatically save it into my Google Photos. So it's on my phone always. So when I have an idea to post, I will literally just go in there and sometimes I'll look at my feed and say, okay, what color do I need? Or what picture haven't I posted? Or what outfit haven't I posted? Or maybe I'm just looking for a picture that kind of goes along with the caption that I have. Um, I get little ideas that pop into my head, whether it be while I'm working out or I'm walking or I get a question from a client or I'm driving. And so I'm always very intentional in grabbing my notes um, on my phone and I just make notes. So when I do go to post, which is usually like first thing in the morning before my day gets crazy, I already have the photo in my phone that you've sent me. And then I already have a long list of ideas and captions and thoughts that I can just pull whenever I need to. So that's always super helpful. But the images that you and I do together have just elevated my brand. And each one gets better and better, right? Like it's this evolution. And so that's another thing I think we kind of hold ourselves back and we think like it needs to be perfect the first time. And it's like, if we just understand like with each post and each picture and each shoot that we do, like we want to walk away and of course appreciate that, but say, okay, what could, what do I want to change or what could I do better next time? So then it becomes this like evolution process. There's a lot of beauty in that. Like if I look at our very first photo shoot, right. To our last one, like completely night and day. And you're amazing because I'm like, I have these crazy ideas. You're like, okay, let's do it. Um, so that helps. But yeah, I think we just need to get out of our own way, really. Oh, that is seriously so inspiring. And I feel like that's what get, keeps us stuck, right? As we're trying to be so creative, we're trying to think of the next best thing to post and we're trying to be perfect. And when you literally can just show up authentically as yourself and just showcase what you're doing, it makes things so much easier. And I love that it makes, because when you look at your feed, Angela, you see a lot of your face. Like you're mm -hmm. posting a lot of, of you, like actually just you, not always what you're doing. And so I feel like this is the best permission slip for someone listening to say, it's time to show your face, babe. It's time to show up. Yeah. And don't hold back. Yes. I love that. And I also love too, I just want to kind of kind of recap to you on the evolution of our shoots where, and I see that growth in both of us. And I love how when we first started shooting, it was a little bit more, I would call it more of like the branding, right? Headshot vibe. And um, a lot of your events, which I can't wait to chat about soon. But what I love most about your most recent shoot is to me, that was just so creative. I feel like it was, it was, yes, it was capturing your, your recent birthday, a big milestone birthday for you, but also just letting you just feel so heard and, um, like understood. It was just the coolest, coolest shoot ever. Yeah, no, it definitely was. It was a vibe. For sure. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. And I'll definitely have to make sure that I include some of the photos from that shoot in the show notes. But one thing that I love, actually, I love 17 things about you. Um, <laughs> I love that over the years, not only have I had the opportunity to photograph your, 
your branding and content shoots. Um, but I also had the opportunity to photograph a whole bunch of your events, whether I was actually getting hired to photograph your client appreciation days, uh, Mother's Day mini shoots for our community, and all these other fun classes and events that you have put on. So I love a party and I love any excuse to celebrate. So I would love to hear from a business perspective, your strategy for hosting these events. There's so much that goes into these events. Um, I always say my superpower is connecting. I love connecting. I love sharing who I love. I love, I mean, I have clients who will reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm looking for a photographer. I'm looking for a restaurant to bring my family into or whatever it be. Um, so again, going back to my branding, like they know that I'm the go-to for those types of referrals. And I also just love on my people. Like I love you so much. And so that's why I tag you in all of my posts so that whoever's looking at me on Instagram can hopefully go follow you and eventually hire you. But I also love to be a resource. So some of the events we've done, which um, we did like a client appreciation where I brought my clients out and you took their family photos. Like that was such a beautiful thing for me. And I actually like sat in my car, like very overwhelmed after it, just because my clients truly, I mean, they are my friends. Like we have deep relationships and connections. And that's also how I've been able to build out my referral business because I just love on my people so hard. Um, I'm also a big sharer. So anytime I can share experiences like that, I think there's a lot of value as a business owner. Plus, hopefully when they frame these pictures and they put them on the wall, they think of us, right? Like yeah. that's the idea. But it's a it's it's a multi-layer. It's I've connected them to someone who I love you. I've been able to share these moments and I've had my clients say, I haven't had a family pictures done in forever. So thank you so much for doing that. So there's number two, sharing them on social media. So they're tagging us and they're sharing it. So their followers are seeing it and hopefully like building the connection there. It's just it's all connecting to me. So anytime you have an event or an opportunity, it's just constantly looking at how can I take this and layer it to three, four different times so that you're not having to recreate the wheel. You're just expanding. Yes. I love that you are creating this full circle experience. And one thing I want to kind of shine light on is the fact that you are creating so many beautiful events, not just for your clients that already love you and that are making these big purchases with you when it comes to purchasing or selling their homes. But I love how you're thinking so big, Angela. And I really want to highlight this and celebrate you for actually doing it because what you're creating is you are creating these events here in our local neighborhoods where people want to live in these neighborhoods. So this is the part where I feel like, okay, like on the surface, I think you're a nice person for hosting these events, right? Like anybody can see this and be like, oh, wow, Angela is so nice for hosting these things. But I love the strategy behind it because what you're truly creating are these epic carnivals and fairs and community-based events that make people want to live in our neighborhoods. And I think, I think that is just like, stellar when it comes to a marketing and branding experience, because not only are you hosting these to make these genuine connections, but it makes people want to live in our neighborhood and makes makes you the next step um, for these purchases and to be a part of our community. And so I just think that more businesses can think bigger picture like that. Yeah. 
it's just a way to kind of, again, cast your net, right? And I'm such a people person. I think that most of us as business owners, like we're better face-to-face anyways. And I'm already in their face online and social media and emails. Like they are literally in my web. So to be able to get that face-to-face just adds another layer. So, so fun. I love it. Yes. And one thing I used to always say, and this is why this is so great. And I'm so grateful for you as a realtor and just as an entrepreneur in general to invite you to the podcast is I've been photo, I've been working with a lot of photographers and sharing friends that are photographers and all the wedding industry stuff. And I used to joke and say that when I moved to Arizona, there weren't as many, or there were as many photographers as Starbucks but there really are actually as many photographers as Starbucks cups. Like that's how many photographers of saturated this, this market can be. And I'm sure you feel that way with realtors as well. I mean, I feel like everyone and their mother, literally as mother, daughter, like family teams are realtors. So how do you stand out in such a saturated market? So I think the statistic is like one person knows it's either seven or nine real estate agents, um, which is a big number. And I think that One, I definitely don't have a scarcity mindset. I'm very abundant. So that's number one. I work on that daily, multiple times a day. Um, Our industry is very stressful and very volatile. So it's very easy to slip into scarcity. It's very easy to slip into um, comparison online. Um, And so just being super mindful of that always and using social media as a tool and not a comparison is really important. But I am me. There is literally nobody in this world like me, just like there's nobody in this world like you and everybody else that's listening. So um, understanding what makes you, you taking your passions. And, you know, again, going back to that class I taught yesterday or last week, it's like I had people raise their hand if, if they could confidently say what their passions were. And sadly, not a lot of people can because we get wrapped up in life and kids and work and we lose ourselves. And so that goes back to taking the time to get to know yourself. And if there's ever a moment where you're like, I want to do that one day, or I wish I could do that, write it down and make it happen. Because not only will you grow as an individual, but you'll start standing out. Like all the stuff I've been doing personally and professionally, I get people reaching out all the time. I want to do that. How do you do that? And so again, going back to when they send me a message, they have no idea that eventually I'm going to suck them in and invite them to something. Um, But that's ultimately the goal is to build connection and genuine relationships. So I would just say like, there's nobody like you. And so lean into what that means and what makes you different. And and leverage it. I love that. I feel like the biggest te- the biggest takeaway from that is just be you, go out and discover who you are. And that's how you're going to stand out. That's how you are literally going to shine online and be a resource for everyone. Yeah. Well, and you've always inspired me too for your recent cold plunges, your red light saunas, like all of your, your breath work and you're just really fun, not just physical, but your mental health classes and all this fun stuff. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about these cold plunges and, and all the stuff that you have been doing to, to better your life, better your mindset. And how has that secretly influenced your business? Well, first and foremost, I think that if we're not taking care of ourselves, then we're not showing up in the world and in our business as our best self. And so I talk about this a lot. And I've learned that as the more and more I talk about it, people are tend to get uncomfortable when they're alone. 
I shouldn't be, I shouldn't say alone in solitude, like two very different things. Right. And so that leads me to question. And, and I was there at one point, but that leads me to question, like, what is it about us that maybe we're not confronting or maybe we're running from or what scares us, or maybe we just don't know. And so that's uncomfortable. And so just taking the time to really get to know yourself and find out what your passions are. Um, cold plunging is something I've been doing for probably like five years. Absolutely love it. Um, I always say you have a problem, go cold plunge and you'll figure it out real fast. Um, but it's one of those, it's one of those experiences where you are forced to be in this moment right now. It snaps you into right now, right here, focus on your breath. Once you get your breath under, um, under control, then it's, what thoughts are coming up? How am I feeling? And there's so many different emotions that come up in that. So yeah, if you haven't cold plunged, I highly recommend it. And and it doesn't have to be a long period of time. I think they say at least two minutes, you'll get the systemic benefits, which are great. But for me, it's just more the mental. Force yourself to do something and then you're in the moment and then you get out feeling better and proud. And that's the other thing too, is every little thing we can do to put time and energy and invest in ourselves. It helps us with our confidence, which translates into our business and how we're showing up online and in person. But I'm also human. There's moments where I don't feel as confident either, you know? And so just acknowledging that and working on that constantly. Oh yeah. Well, ever since you've been doing this and and posting it, and even your daughter has been joining you, it really, it really is something that I want to do and add to my kind of toolkit because you're right. And I just, I, I'm so inspired. And I, I think I need to find a better word. Like if this is a drinking game and I said inspired, we would all be done by now. Um, but I really am inspired um, by how you selfishly, but in such a loving way, put yourself first. Every day I see you on your hot girl walks in the morning. I see that you are exercising, that you're cooking for your family. And if anybody doesn't know, I mean, you have four children. I mean, you are truly super mom and super boss, babe, doing all the things. And so how do you prioritize keeping your sanity while all of this is happening? I mean, even your car gets washed. Basically, it's like I take a bath, like literally. (laughs) Like, How are you doing all the things, Angela? Um, So I'm big on just understanding my bandwidth. So I pay for a lot of things to help me. I understand how much I make an hour. And so when it comes down to cleaning my house or doing yard work, I think, okay, how long is that gonna take me? And how much would that cost me in hour time? And also being a single mom of four kids, owning my own business, um, there's only so much I can do as one, as one person. So I do leverage that. Plus I love to give back to the community. So like my auto detailer, he's a local family and they're amazing. So I know when people hire me to buy or sell their home, I'm literally putting it back out into the community. And I mean, I can think of eight local businesses that I subscribe to consistently where that gets poured back into them. And that's a really good feeling. And so that's really important. But I I wake up early. I wake up at four o'clock every morning because I know pretty much like 7.30-ish, like my day just picks up and I get pulled in so many different directions. So again, it goes back to like, I'm investing that time and energy into myself. And it's not hard for me to wake up at four because I 
look forward to that time. If I don't have that time, you you do not want to be around me. I'm very edgy. I'm very stressed. I'm like running around like a maniac. And so I think people who just wake up and like their feet hit the ground and they're go, go, go. That's a very stressful way to live. And I think that we kind of, and, and I've lived that, I've lived that life before. <clears throat> so I can relate to it, but we get out of touch. Like we, and then it feels like Groundhog's Day. And I became an entrepreneur because I want to live and love my life and not have it feel like the same thing over and over and over again. So if you look at it as an investment in yourself versus I have to work out compared to if or when I work out, I know I'm going to feel this way afterwards. And I know I'm going to, how I'm going to feel if I don't do it, even though I tell myself I would, it just comes back to like trusting yourself and building that confidence. Yeah, no, I love that. And it really does kind of put things in perspective for me when you're posting about it, it's making me feel so much more connected to you and kind of like a sisterly love way. Like, okay, it's time to get moving. (laughs) Like you need to take care of yourself. And I love that you are able to, to create that time for yourself in the morning. I feel like that's something that a lot of us we're thinking, oh no, that's way too early. But when your days are packed so much and stacked so, so high, um, you need that time. Yeah. I mean, granted I'm in bed usually by like eight o'clock, but it's fine. (laughs) It's okay. And I think the really cool thing too is just starting to see, I mean, I show up on social media authentically. We've talked about that consistently, but to see the ripple effect that it has on people that are following me, I get tagged now when people are doing their morning walks or I see them doing their morning walks. And I just, I just love that. I love having that, the ability to affect people on a positive level. So, yes, well, I would love to direct the conversation to some real estate because I know you are the queen bee and such a high achieving and award-winning realtor here in our area and beyond. And one thing that I love connecting is a lot of our listeners are always looking for multiple streams of income, right? As entrepreneurs, we have to stay on our toes with um, this economy and with so many unknown like variables coming up for us. We need to put our money into different places. And even a lot of us are dreamers of getting into real estate. So as an entrepreneur, I would say like entrepreneur to entrepreneur, what should we be doing if our goal is to purchase homes, maybe get into flipping or um, like what should be our first steps if we're interested in real estate? Um, Such a good question because I feel like a lot of people don't know and then they're afraid to ask. Um, I would say your first step is finding a local realtor that you know, like, and trust. And I think you do that by asking your friends. Um, Word of mouth is so powerful, which is why most of my business is referral business because I, again, going back to, I love all my people, we're friends. Um, I know that I can count on them to refer business to me. Um, or even a lender, you know, so I would say you want to start with your real estate agent, you want to start with the lender. And there are so many different ways to get extremely creative, especially on the, the investor piece, where you're coming to the table with little or nothing down. Um, and so just making sure that you're doing your research, some things to look for when you're hiring a real estate agent are going to be you want them to be full time. You don't want somebody who this is like plan B on the side. What we do is extremely demanding and very time sensitive. So if you have someone who's sitting behind a desk from nine to five working their actual job and then this is their side gig, 
I would highly advise against that. Plus you want someone who's living and breathing real estate all day long. It can change very rapidly. Um, so that would be number one, pay attention to their communication. How long is it taking them to get back to you? Are they responding to your emails? This is going to be a direct reflection to about how your experience with them is going to be and then how they're interacting with other agents as well. Um, and then I would say also just meet with them, have some coffee with them, ask them questions, get a gauge of their vibe. Like you want to work with someone that you enjoy working with. So if you leave that meeting and you're like, oh, that was like the worst, or I didn't really connect with them, or they were a little, like they rubbed me the wrong way. Like the beauty is there's like a million other real estate agents you can pick from. So just making sure you find someone that you vibe with and can connect with and trust. Yes. These are all really great tips. And I feel like every industry can relate to this, right? I mean, this goes for any type of business or brand that you're looking to hire. You need to make sure you connect with them, right? And you're you're making such, not just a huge investment financially, but also your time. And you want to be able to be comfortable with them, tell them exactly how you're feeling and not feel like there's pushback or like they have a hidden agenda. So I love that you mentioned that. So what are some ways, because I know, I don't know why, I, maybe it's just, just the education system or maybe lack thereof, but I've always heard in order to purchase a home, you have to have amazing credit and you have to have over $75,000 cash to, to take some action. So what would be your advice for something where, and I know every single circumstance is different. And I know I have friends listening in the Midwest and different parts of the country where their homes aren't $500,000. They're, they're looking to buy their purchase, purchase their first home for $175,000, right? Sure. So things are different, but, um, what advice would you have if we were like square one, we're trying to save some money, but what are some other maybe hidden things that we should think about as we are trying to save and prepare for our first purchase? Yeah, that's a great question. I always say talk to a lender right away because I think what most people try to do is they want to have like a dollar amount in their mind that they need to save up or in their mind, they think they need to pay down debt. So they start chipping away at that, which is going to take away from their down payment and all of that, like you said, is case by case. So when you talk to a lender, they're going to look at your credit and they're going to say, okay, you need to focus on this debt. Or they could say, don't worry about your debt. Like we need to have cash in the bank more than, more than anything. There are so many different programs too. So I think the common mis the common thought is you need to have 20% down. No, you don't. It's a first time home buyer. It could be three, 5% down. It really just depends. And then, you know, depending on your market and depending on what home you're looking at, there's different ways that we can negotiate some seller concessions to help with your out-of-pocket costs. So it's literally, I mean, it's very layered and there's so much that goes into it, which is why finding the right real estate agent and the right lender to help you. So it's just a conversation. So if I have a client who reaches out to me and is like, I have nowhere I don't know where to start, but I know I want to buy a home. Um, it's getting an understanding of what their current situation is and then getting them to my trusted lender so that they can get them set up. If it's six months, a year from now or three months from now, whatever it is, get them on track. So we know exactly what we need to do in that timeline. 
Yes, this is so helpful because it it does feel so daunting when you don't know, right? And so I love that you are an action taker and you're inspiring us to oh, take another shot if you're drinking. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but if you are like you're inspiring us to make sure that we are taking the time to ask those questions because nothing happens, like the ball doesn't get rolling the needle doesn't get moving until you start asking those questions. So I love that you said that. Yeah. And I think too, a lot of people are like afraid or maybe uncomfortable because it's, you know, they're talking about their money and their credit score. So just know that, I mean, we deal with all different types of situations and as a good real estate agent, I'm a problem solver. So it doesn't matter what your situation is. We'll find a way to get you to where you need to be. Yes. Oh my gosh, Angela. Well, I am so grateful for your time today. Um, I love asking everyone um, that pops on, like, what is your key tip? Like if you have a key tip for entrepreneurs, what would you love to share? That's something that you wish you knew a lot sooner. Gosh, I feel like I have so many. Um, I think it just goes in line with the theme of this is to take care of yourself and make sure that you're giving yourself time and space to be creative because that's so much of what we need as entrepreneurs. We can get stuck and bogged down So whatever that looks like for you, make sure you're giving yourself the time to have that creative space so that you can feel like your business is living and breathing and you love it. That's amazing. And I feel too, even for me personally, when I'm moving, when I'm shaking, when I'm going for a drive, when I'm checking out a new hike or trying a new dance lesson, I mean, Angela, it's because of you. I literally prayed for you. I prayed for a friend to start line dancing with me here in Arizona. No, I'm serious. And so, I mean, even just showing up and meeting your friends that you introduced me to has brought, yeah, has not only brought more business into my life, which, which is of course a blessing, but I actually have real genuine friends that love country music out here. And so I'm just so grateful. So happy that you go. We need to go out dancing. I know it's time. It's been a while. It's time for me to go back out there. And I just appreciate you so much. So how can people find you if they're interested in, if they're local here to the East Valley, um, Scottsdale area here in Arizona, um, or maybe they just would like to follow you and feel inspired by you. um, How can we find you and work with you? I live on Instagram. So you can find me there always. It's Angela Gordon underscore. G-O-R-D-O-N. Um, and if you follow me, send me a message because I'll invite you to something at some point. So just know that ahead of time. <laughs> yes, yes. You've been warned. So yes, exactly. I int- introduced yourself and then who knows what you may be invited to. We're, we'll see you at a coffee shop. We'll see you in a swimsuit. We'll see you maybe even on the uh, river. Yeah. Yes, I was going to say yeah. it's time to do a, a sunset um, salt river cruise or, you know, a kayaking trip. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angela. I appreciate your time and can't wait to see you soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. Your Angela is out there, babe. You can find her hosting local events, supporting farmers markets, dusting off her boots on the dance floor and early morning walks in your neighborhood, attending personal development events, or maybe she's waiting in the lobby before your next cold plunge or Reiki session. She's out there, babe. You're always just one hello for meeting someone that can change your life and business. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying these episodes, I would 
love to chat more and hear which ones you're connecting with, which ones you're enjoying. And if you would like to be featured on a future connection call or have someone you'd like to nominate and introduce me to, please let me know. Check out kianamarie.com slash podcast for more details. Thank you. I'm so grateful you're here. Keep on dancing, baby. Can't wait to see you next week. Okay. Love you. Bye. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.